1: Hello Michigan fans, Trevor Woods here from SB Nation's Maize and Brew on Tuesday, February 8th with a bit of a development for the Wolverines football program. It looks like Jesse Minter, the defensive coordinator for the Vanderbilt Commodores, is the new DC for the Wolverines. Now previously, prior to his one year stint for Vanderbilt, Minter was on the Baltimore Ravens coaching staff. Now, the Ravens head coach, of course, is Jim Harbaugh's brother, John Harbaugh, and Michigan's previous defensive coordinator, Mike McDonald, was with the Ravens and was their linebacker's coach, and then came to Michigan for a year in 2021 and turned a 90th-ranked defense into a top-20 defense and had a Heisman Nominee and Aiden Hutchinson and a revamped scheme that didn't rely on just blitz, blitz, blitz and man coverage. So by all accounts, it seems like what Michigan is trying to do by hiring Minter, somebody who, as I said, was on the Ravens staff. He was a defensive assistant for two years, and then he became the assistant defensive backs coach in 2019, became the defensive backs coach in 2020 for Baltimore. Minter is familiar with the Baltimore Ravens' way. They used to talk about the Patriot way, do your job. Well, the Ravens have their own way as well in how they prepare the expectations, uh, how they even review film from an analytical perspective. And I'm not saying, nobody should be saying, that the Michigan defense is going to look the exact same as it did under McDonald, as it will under Minter. But there's going to be a lot of the same principles, the same verbiage, the same packages cooked in to Michigan's schematics once more to where, yes, there's a new defensive coordinator, there's a new face of the defense, but there's going to be enough familiarity where it's not going to necessarily be some type of rebuilding year on that side of the football. Now, there's other speculation involved that Michigan defensive backs coach Steve Klinkscale that he some certain things kicked in with how Michigan did in the passing game defending the pass uh, in 2021 to where he contractually can get boosted up to co-defensive coordinator now if that is indeed the case and even if it isn't is going to have a big voice in the coaching room on the defensive side of the ball, which actually is a good thing. Klinkscale can definitely, he the players love him. He can also help Minter in you know, showing him the way, too. They're both going to have to show each other the way, and it's going to have to be a collaborative approach just like it was a season ago. So with Minter, as we're saying, definitely from the Ravens coaching tree, but that's not all he's done. He was, had prior defensive coordinator experience prior to last season with Vanderbilt. He was the defensive coordinator for two seasons at Indiana State. And he also was the defensive coordinator for Georgia State a few seasons. Um, and he took over a unit that was bottom of the barrel, a team that went 0-12 the year before he got there. And within a couple years, the defense became more respectable. Good enough for uh, Minter to receive a nomination to be the Royals Award winner. He didn't win it, but he was nominated, which goes to the top assistant coaching in all of college football. So, if you look on Twitter right now, a lot of people obviously have things to say about Minter. If you're a Ohio State fan, you're going to be saying how the Vanderbilt defense was 118th in total defense. Ohio State has a new defensive coordinator. Uh, Oklahoma State's defensive coordinator, who was, uh, I believe, fifth or sixth in the nation in total defense. So you know the the swords are already out and narratives are in perception perceptions already being written down and jotted down, and it's gonna you know continue this way all off season. But uh, the fact of the matter is, Minter's uh, and Vanderbilt's overall uh, production last year was no surprise. Uh, they were no better before Minter got there, and. Mentor by his peers in the coaching profession, uh, through the ranks, through the NFL ranks, through the collegiate ranks, or all the high school coaches that mentor has come to know, they think he's a bright mind at 38 years old, and a he is a well-respected coach. Uh, He's an energetic guy and that's what Michigan needs. That's the pattern Michigan has had in the past two years with their coaching hires. They've all been predominantly younger in nature. Guys under 35, guys under 40 or at least 45. And uh, These coaches have bonded and they've had the same common goal in mind, and the same uh, type of energy you know, vibrating through Beckler Hall. So that's something that Michigan wants to keep doing, keep that energy, keep the juices flowing, despite some outside noise now happening, uh, in particular because of Jim Harbaugh interviewing with the Minnesota Vikings, and then Josh Gaddis, who was going to leave anyway or wanted to leave. He was definitely interested in the Virginia head coaching job in December. But then Gaddis leaves abruptly a couple days ago, goes to Miami for a lateral move and a pay bump. But uh, there's a lot of noise. Some of it's warranted, and uh, a lot of it is uh, unfair and uh, unfounded and uh, is a reflection of how the players are going to fight for their new coordinators and fight uh, for themselves in 2022. With McDonald, it all came as a surprise. Uh, considering that uh, Wink Martindale, the Ravens' previous defensive coordinator, was uh, highly respected in the NFL. And uh, although John did tell Jim before uh, the 2021 year when uh, Harbaugh to Harbaugh said, Hey, uh, my linebackers coach Mike McDonald, you might be interested in his defensive coordinator, uh, he did tell Jim that uh, this is somebody that he had in mind for his defensive coordinator's spot if and when uh, Martindale retired now a year later things changed in a hurry for the Ravens defense they became predictable uh, Martindale's blitzing tendencies ended up biting them in the butt with uh, injuries to the secondary which exposed uh, you know guys on islands who couldn't cover and uh, then you know it in January Martindale gets fired now uh, my point is Neither Harbaugh expected things to happen so quickly to where McDonald would be at Michigan just one season. But that's the way it is. Things change. And of course, McDonald would head to the NFL. So, what does Michigan do now, you know, with this type of situation? Well, first and foremost, uh, they got a guy that knows McDonald, knows the scheme, and. Most of the tenants, most of the wrinkles, most of the nuances uh, can uh, transition over quite well. Some people are concerned that they haven't seen enough of Minter with uh, Cover 7. and uh, I'm going to have to do a little more digging into that myself, but seeing some concerns about that. um, My answer to that would be, that that is just one more wrinkle that Michigan can throw in, and uh, guys like Klinkscale, as I noted, can uh, you know teach Mentor a few things about how things are done too. It has to be a collaborative approach. This isn't a page one rewrite. You know, throwing the defensive playbook and schematics in the trash and starting from scratch. Uh, far from it. So uh, Harbaugh obviously believes in this guy. He's came to know him a bit through his time in Baltimore, and uh, Michigan had enough money at their disposal to hire. Um, Obviously, it's getting a little later in the hiring process, but uh, a a lot of quality candidates of their choosing. They were shooting high, even were interested in Tampa Bay, Buccaneers, linebackers coach Larry Foote. That did not work out, did not happen for whatever reason, but... um, Whoever Michigan was going to hire as defensive coordinator, they're going to be confident in. But, of course, the drawback's going to be people saying, oh, well, look at how lowly the Vanderbilt defense was in 2021 and that's going to be a fair point that's going to be continued to be brought up by anybody who wants to be negative uh, and and i get that but there's a lot more to it than that there's a lot more to it than this coach uh how he operates who he is as a person who he is as a coach and uh obviously you know he has big shoes to fill there's uh, no way around that there's no denying it and uh For anybody to, you know, get overzealous and overconfident, uh, that would be a little silly as well. I mean, they're losing Aiden Hutchinson. They're losing David Ojabo. Josh Ross is gone. Dax Hill, quality safety is gone. Brad Hawkins, another safety, has played in more games than anybody in Michigan history. I think uh, you guys are starting to get the point now. Guys are leaving. Guys are gone. Chris Hinton and uh, it's all about how do they replace those guys, not just from a talent perspective, but from a leadership perspective. Because as good as McDonald was last year, uh, he would be the first to say that he was blessed with the right guys. Now, what McDonald did well was he played to their strengths. He lined uh, stood Hutchinson up more. Don Brown was not doing that. He was making Hutchinson stick his uh, hand in the ground and, and play from a three-point uh, position all the time. McDonald, you know, from a schematic perspective, he did what was in the best interest of Michigan, becoming more unpredictable, mixing up schemes, mixing up coverages pre snap. So, those certain types of things, those certain types of principles, I don't think they're going to change um, one bit with McDonald now out of the fold and Minter in it. There was a quote I found from Minter talking about his NFL days from the Vanderbilt hustler to where. Uh, he says about the NFL and I think this will also you know the NFL mindset Harbaugh he he envisions his team as more of a pro style run team from an offensive standpoint to all the ways they can attack you, starting with running the football and setting up the play action, doing whatever you want from there. Uh, try to you know exploit the weaknesses of an opponent, but also have more tools on your Swiss Army knife. Uh, that's what Harbaugh tries to accomplish. And then the same thing uh, on the defensive side of the ball, more of a pro run uh, style set to where, you know, be a little more multiple. Uh, and then same thing when it comes to just their overall approach to Uh, prepping for games and uh, how they go about all that it's still you know more nfl harbaugh even uh, to said to mitch album this past week that the super bowl is the ultimate prize in sport and uh so no matter what Maybe Jim Harbaugh will be in Michigan another decade, but it's still that NFL mindset, and that's where all these players want to go, too. They want to be NFL players, so nobody understands that more than the players. You know, That's what a head coach in college should be doing, getting these players ready for what's ahead, and that's what Michigan does uh, from top to bottom. It tries to be an NFL-run operation, program, organization. But back to Minter and back to uh, you know his football philosophy... He said, the NFL is a very matchup-driven league. It's about affecting the quarterback. It's about being able to win one-on-one matchups on the outside. It's about being able to win matchups as the pass rushes are created. And so you learn to maximize your better players. And that is what McDonald did uh, last season. Okay, how am I going to maximize Aiden Hutchinson? How can I get him the most sacks he possibly can without you know um, exposing a certain other weakness or vulnerability to the defense? So you get the most from your best players, and then you work from there. Uh, how how can I you know create the mass amount of disruption possible with my best players? Whether it's you know a ball hawk player reminiscent of an Ed Reed of old, or you know a pass rusher like a Hutchinson, or a, you know just lights out leader linebacker the Ray Lewis's of the world. Not that many of them, but that's always the goal. Uh, you you get the most out of those, and then. Okay, how can we at least you know break even with some of the other guys? Because there's never going to be 11 All Stars on any team. This isn't the you know 1927 New York Yankees. Uh, not many ever will be. So, uh, what do you do there? So, just some of the things I've read from Mentor and how he approaches the game. Um, I think there's alignment there with Harbaugh, with you know the Ravens' way, uh, with what Michigan wants to accomplish in 2022. Wants to build off of a year where they beat Ohio State, beat Penn State on their own, won a Big Ten championship with the defense, giving up next to nothing, a 42-3 to victory against Iowa in the Big Ten championship game. So they, they, no regression. There can't be any regression. And uh, that will be Minter's task now. And, man, what an opportunity for him. A good year at Michigan or a good couple years at Michigan, Minter goes from being you know, one of the worst defenses uh, in college football at vanderbilt not his fault his personnel is there just a year but if he has a good couple years at michigan well guess what the nfl is going to be calling him just like they called mcdonald that's just how it works at 38 years of age so he has a lot to prepare for and fight for and so do the Wolverines, and it's also a defensive staff that now has Mike Elston in the fold, and I think that's a positive for the Wolverines. Uh, comes over from Notre Dame, a a, a coach who has tons of uh, recruiting experience, being a recruiting coordinator, uh, but. Uh, when it comes down to the X's and O's, uh, Elston was asked about them, and as far as how what he did at Notre Dame, how that translates into what they do at Michigan. Well, he said, uh, admittedly, that uh, there are are some, you know, certain things that are similar, but in all, he's you know, catching up, uh, getting up to speed with you know the verbiage that Michigan uses and. Uh, how Michigan's scheme differentiates from uh, Notre Dame's so it's all going to be collaborative as I said and uh, yeah so there's going to be some new guys in the building and how they mesh with each other how they communicate you know nothing's ever given in life and uh, definitely can be said as far as it comes to coaching staffs so uh, it's just a lot of uncertainty in that regard no matter how one tries to spin it from the positive realm to the negative one um, it's still no matter what a wait and see we'll see uh, type of process but you can see what Michigan's trying to do you can see the vision whether they execute it or not remains to be seen but uh, we're going to find out I, th- I think all of us are looking forward to it forward to some more football but man we're a long ways off so we sitting here in February and Michigan doesn't play again until September. But uh, a couple other news and notes before we leave here today would be Michigan still has the offensive coordinator vacancy to shore up. It sounds like it's going to be Sharon Moore, who was already Michigan's co-offensive coordinator. He will remain in that role, also remain as offensive line coach. But the difference here is... Moore is going to take on more responsibility. I would uh, assume a pay bump as well, but he'll be uh, definitely more involved, have even more of a say than he did in 2021, where he was uh, highly integral. Uh, and that goes without saying. He he was uh, Gaddis called him his right hand man, and he was Gaddis yes, right hand man and then some. Moore is definitely a huge leader on the team not only for the offensive line, but for the offense as a whole. So this would be a move that the players will definitely get behind and be excited about. And then it also looks like there will be another co-offensive coordinator. It won't just be more um, on his own. It sounds like it's going to be quarterback's coach Matt Weiss who will become the next co-offensive coordinator for Michigan on top of remaining quarterback coach. Weiss already was an integral part of the Ravens operation for some years there in their analytics department, and uh, uh, he could definitely coach just about anything. He's considered to be a really bright mind. Uh, J.J. McCarthy, Michigan quarterback, he said he is a complete genius last year. He said it. I I believe McCarthy said it before the season around August, but just... Sing the praises of Matt Weiss and, and uh, definitely thinks he's a wise, wise cat. So uh, a lot to look forward to, and uh, as we noted, you know a lot of turnover on the defense side of the ball. Not just even the coaching staff, but some of the best players on that side of the ball leaving. So uh, this has been a predominantly podcast about mentor, but uh, look out for that offense. A lot of weapons returning, and. Uh, there's, there's room to be excited, but uh, also there's room for them to grow uh, grow and focus because uh, they're going to have to score some more points more than likely. Can't wait till it comes. But that's it for now. Follow me on Twitter at WoodsFootball. You can follow us on Twitter at Mason Brew. And yes, it may be the offseason right now, but as you folks have come to find out since the offseason began, there's never any shortage of news, whether it's from the recruiting front, from the coaching search front, or anything in between there's always Michigan news notes at your disposal and uh, we're always here for you so keep on tuning in you can subscribe to our podcast on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher and pretty much wherever you can find your podcast. and uh, hope to see you then leave a review.